0: My name's Leslie James from 88.5 The SoCal Sound, and we've, uh, we've got some great live music in the studio today. We've been supporting and following you guys since day one. Irish rockers Fontaine's DC are here. Uh, we're going to hear two songs, and then we're going to chat a bit. the sky. from Fontaines DC. Welcome. Thanks hey, so much.
1: Hey.
0: Well, I'm honored. I got to tell you, I'm honored to, uh, to be in the room with the best band in the world.
2: <laughs> so Enemy says. Then.
0: Yeah. Congrats on winning that award from Enemy. Have you, uh, have you guys taken advantage of, of the title when you're out in the bout? Like, Hey, we're, we're Fontaines DC and we are the best band in the world.
3: Uh, I don't know. Have you ever swung that one down the pub? Uh, not yet. No,
2: I think if I, the next time I go to my hometown, I might bust open a few doors and uh, and declare to everyone, you know, that in fact I am in the best family in the world, and uh, I don't know, get a free drink or something like that.
3: Yeah, we've thought about trying to get out behind our local bar, maybe just to get a bit more. Uh, I was thinking credit to my school. Well, really? Yeah. You know, do you know what it looks like the statue? No. It's like a big middle finger. Yeah, oh, like that's a,
0: right. Yeah. I have so seen you that. You want to give that
3: to your school? Well, I thought it'd be funny if I gave it to my school. Yeah. yeah, I guess so,
0: yeah. Who's 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 got the trophy right now? Do you guys rotate?
2: No, we got we we our egos are too big, so we have to we have to get individual individual ones made, you know. Um, yeah, started as one. I think Carlos had it for a while as the original one, I think.
0: Mm-hmm. Is that voted on uh, by peers or fans? Like, industry professionals, or is it all fans?
3: I think it's industry, yeah. yeah. We didn't do any, like, you know, vote for us kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah. So. yeah, I'm not sure, yeah.
0: It must be, yeah. Well, Fia is the name of the brand new album. Uh, it sounds like an Irish swear word to me. <laughs> it does. Yeah. It yeah. sounds it like an Irish... It is? It, it is, yeah. yeah. Well, I'm curious, what, what what's the meaning of it, and why did you uh, land on it for the title of your album?
3: It's a story about um, Tom... Um, our drummer, Tom, he grew up in an Irish-only speaking part of Ireland. Um, so it was his first language, but he doesn't really remember any now, because uh, he moved away. But uh, his great auntie, she used to say it when she'd like, bang her arm on a press or something. And uh, it apparently means damnation of the deers. I just thought that was really interesting, not only just for the fact of what it means, and it's kind of an expletive, right? But also the history of Ireland and the loss of language and how it ties in that he actually himself forgot it, you know? Mm.
0: It, sounds, uh, it sounds big. It sounds a bit poetic. And a little bit naughty to me. Skintithia. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, there is an airiness about it or something, you know? Mm. I like, you find that a lot in the Irish language of, like, I'm not completely fluent, but the stuff that you do know, the certain phrases they do have this air, this kind of uh, cheekiness or something to them. I feel like, even just phonetically, like, the way they sound.
0: Yeah. Um, how did moving from Dublin, because now you guys are in London, correct? How did moving from Dublin to London uh, play a role in the, uh, the songwriting on Skintifia?
3: Well, we kind of became more displaced again from uh, Irishness. You know, We uh, suddenly were uh, forced to uh, confront our Irishness in a different way than if you live in Dublin. Um, suddenly it was the thing that made us different. Rather than the thing that brought us together with people and being Irish and uh, Britain is a very different experience, um, and that's a lot of what the record is about, really, isn't it? Definitely, yeah. And I think at the time, because
2: it was done like uh, during lockdown, there was a kind of uh, a sense of duty about the way that we were writing. You know, every day There was just kind of the focus was on going in and doing it. Me, me, Tom, and Carlos were actually living in the same house at the time. Um, And at that time, being in London was more so just to get the album done. I I had no real, it wasn't like I was there to really, you know, start a new life. I figured I'd just kind of do that and then maybe either go back to Ireland or move on somewhere else. So, um, yeah, it was just kind of the sense of uh, Irish person going to work every day, you know, trying to win win some bread.
0: I know you guys have been on the road a lot, but uh, have you, are you starting to feel like London is now home?
3: I don't know if I'll ever get that way. Yeah. To be honest, like I don't think I can make that connection really with the place. Um, yeah. I don't know about you. Do you. Yeah, I'm pretty much the
2: same. I, I, I'm slow. Like I'm slowly enjoying it more and more, and I have some really good friends there. But uh, yeah, there is still. Sort of, I, don't, I don't really have that sense of like, a, you know, a, like a sigh of relief. Yeah. That kind of thing. Like it's just. It's it's nice though. It's like. Um, it's easy to get back home to family and stuff. We're still in Ireland as well, you know, it's only, it's only like an hour flight, so.
0: Yeah, I moved from Columbus, Ohio to LA four years ago. And it took me a good three in a- three and a half years to finally feel like I felt good in the city, you know? Yeah. I was making new friends, you know? I was getting out, going out all the time, you know? But it takes a while, yeah. you know, when you move. Um, while you were uh, making Skinty Fiat, uh, do you guys have any, like, favorite memories, like, during the process of the album? Anything that comes to mind, like time spent in the studio?
2: Um, so the Tom, the Tom I Love You story is kind of... The,
3: yeah, that's the, that's the main one, yeah. yeah. Um, to, when we were writing I Love You, uh, we were just recording it on a phone like we often do, just the, the sound of us jamming in the room, and uh, Tom, our drummer, he uh, went to get outside to pick up some food that was being delivered, and so he got up from his drum kit, walked away, the phone was still recording, obviously the drums had stopped, and then he came back in, and then just at the right moment he just goes boom and back in just when it was kind of even time. And that length of gap is the reason the breakdown is that length. Mm -hmm. It's exactly the same as the amount of time it took him, which is mad and silly and like... I think because we went
2: in the car then Mm -hmm. uh, and we, you know, played it on the car, like we connected the phone to the car uh, speakers and we were listening to it and I think all of us were just kind of like that's it's like, that, like a happy accident like it's it's brilliant that it is that long it's so weird it's kind of jarring people kind of feel like you know you're bringing them down a hole they almost want you to go back and i think at the time we're just like yes and because of it of that it's like you, you should just jump at decisions like that and be like that's how long it's going to be and I, I talked to tom about this actually and he wants to he wants it to be known also that uh he was he was getting food for Everyone, not just himself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well,
3: yeah. that makes it way better, doesn't it? Yeah.
0: Well, you guys are you guys are buddies with Sam Fender, right? Mm-hmm. Um, this week, he uh, he canceled his remaining dates in the U.S. for mental health reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, he said he's neglected his health for over a year now. We, we, we need to talk about mental health. You know, it's okay not to be okay, and uh, we wish him all the best. On that note, I used to work in artist management, okay? And I, uh, I went on the road with a band for five days on a tour bus. And I was thinking about this the other day. You wake up in a different city pretty much every day. You hope the dressing room has showers. If not, you get a day room at, the, at a hotel, right? Yeah. Then you do promo or press, go to the venue, sound check, show, another late night, you know, sleeping on a tour bus. Um, how do you guys stay mentally healthy as you tour nonstop?
3: We don't. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we have different things we're trying now. Yeah. We started working with a personal trainer and uh, uh, a therapist um, kind of guy, which I know sounds kind of like some kind of monster or something like that, <laughs> but... Um, it's not, it's, yeah, it's not group therapy, it's just... Uh, yeah, it's individual therapy. Um, and we're trying that out because we want to make it sustainable as a career, you know? Yeah. Um, I know it sounds very privileged to think that, uh, although I know you said you have your own personal experience with it, but to most people it probably sounds quite privileged to say, oh boo hoo, I'm on tour, I feel sad. But it it is, as you know, as you said yourself, it can be quite draining and weary down, like. Mm. And there's a lot of guilt that comes with that, too, because, you know, you, you are doing this kind of thing of privilege of getting to live your dream. So that, that feeds into it as well, I think, a lot.
2: Yeah, 100%. It's so like, I should be enjoying myself, and that can sometimes make uh, feelings worse, you know, like, And um, Yeah, we're definitely trying to draw a line, a line in the sand of, like, you know, the kind of um, almost, like, the inherent, I don't know, even if it's masculine or I don't know Irish, kind of like just put the head down and get through it, and starting to maybe try and recognise things that we could do differently that could, uh, as Diego said, just make it a bit more sustainable because we want to do this for you know as our careers we want to write way more albums and we don't want any, uh, we just want to s- service that um, plan as much as we can.
0: 88.5 uh, uh, SoCal Sound uh, member, Matt, wanted me to ask you guys about Roman Holiday. Mm. He said it reminds uh, it ri- reminds him of Echo and the Bunnymen's The Killing Moon. Yes. Other songs on the record and uh, much of the guitar playing has that kind of vibe too. Was Echo and the Bunnymen an influence during the making of Skintifia?
2: Yeah, definitely. Um... Well, Sergeant, the guitar player in and the Bunny Man, is a, a massive influence of all of us. Or not all of us, but like, he's a massive influence of me, but like, definitely a, a huge influence uh, on Green and Carlos as well. Um, I was lucky enough to meet him in a pub in Sheffield one time, and he is uh, one of the nicest lads ever, so.
0: Oh, that's always nice to hear. Yeah. Um, I personally, I, I hear some electronic influences on this album, but it's all guitars. It's all guitars, right? You, you, there's no electronic elements on any of these songs, right? No, all yeah, it's all guitars.
2: There's processed guitar sounds, it's like the, what Dan Carrier, or producer does, which he, he's really good at taking kind of a very um, organic sounds and kind of just runs them through a load of pedals, and then the mixture of that, even because because it's coming from a live source, you know, it's not like programmed into like a, a sequencer. It's coming from like someone playing the guitar, so this processing ends up having you know a very human. Uh, human uh, element to, it, which is i think w- one of his like kind of trademarks now in his production and something that we learned on the first two albums and then i think started adding in before it would even get to him you know that kind of way like so
3: yeah i think we we had a lot of time because of covid to write in maybe different ways than we would before the song skinty fear was this long jam that went that we then chopped up using software to make a chorus and a verse and stuff mm. And then there's other little things like in Roman Holiday. There's this high-pitched noise. Maybe you can notice it, like this thing that just comes in, like, whistling. and um, it's a combination of a whistle and a high note on the piano. Then, then turned into a sample that we just kind of brought along.
0: Do you plan to add in uh, more electronic elements into your uh, into your music in the future?
2: Um, gonna. Yeah, it's definitely. It's not like the. I don't think it's like uh, specifically in our future, but definitely open to doing it. Like, I just want to begin to use uh, stuff like that in general, even if it wasn't for music that would end up being done by Fontaine's DC. I think it's just good to have the knowledge to go down that route if a song needs something like, needs some samples or needs a drum machine or something like that.
0: I hear The Prodigy, especially on uh, skin t- the title track, Skintifia. Uh, primal Scream, I hear. I hear this, a little bit of the Stone Roses, even hints of the horrors. Um, really, really good record. Um, I don't know if I should ask this, because the album's only five months old. But are you, have you guys started to work on any new stuff? Do you work on the road? Do you write songs?
3: We do, yeah. Okay. We have a few songs now. Um, mm. We're gonna try and finish it or no, actually going to write the end of next year? Yeah. We're gonna take some time off for a while.
2: We have a, we have a, a good few ideas there, but it's uh, we're excited about the next one, but I think uh, it's not there's no concrete dates on when to do stuff yet, so
0: yeah, you released three albums in, what, nearly four years? Yeah,
2: I feel like we need people to be a bit sick of us. I feel like if we announced another tour, another album, people would be like, ah, oh, come on, like, i You want I'm, us fans
0: yeah. to miss you Exactly, a you know what and I mean? Like, and you deserve some time off. It's come a two-way
2: two street. I want to miss them as well, you know?
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, what's, what's one uh, exciting new act out of Ireland we should check out?
2: Oh, we just heard one today, actually, didn't we? Yeah. There, uh, our manager Trev just showed us a band called Naked Lungs, and I only heard one song, but it sounded really, really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, sounded a lot like girl band, you know the band. Um, Had a bit of soons to it as well. Bit of soons, yeah. Um, who else is coming out of Ireland at the moment? Oh, I want to say there's a, there's a, a rap duo called Knee Cap from Belfast, and uh, they rap half in English, half in Irish language, which I know might be a bit for over here, but like. They're incredible. I'd I'd really uh, love if anyone out there interested would
0: check them out, so. Well, we've got one more song coming up. Fontaine's DC, Digo, and Curly, thank you so much. Thanks for having us. Wish you all the best. Uh, This is 88.5, the SoCal Sound.
4: that. I've seen you sticking to your smile, it's gone, I've broken my hat Now the wind is making work of every step on the bridge You say, I used to say we found each other, now I don't know where he is You get the feel, make your spirit shine I let a prize, up pat my ribcage like a crackhead at the blinds It hurts, We'll calm me down and a scrap, yeah I saw There is no life falls on a finger, it ain't covered in the paper i really don't care what you think of me Well, something gives me to the on every opportunity i've got that jealous stripe i probably out that sight. i'll see you 20 memories later when your tongue is dark and straighter you took a mile down to the mercenary bar i heard you broke up with a fella now he's drinking in his car nah. I'm not inclined towards a scandalous word But on a subject of myself, I do believe what I heard There is a trap we are, I can till we die She says, I don't agree with nothing, I say neither do I Don't see, there's not a thing, I'll be fixed with
1: a dream And we can talk about it later, you can meet it in the paper I bet you, I bet you, you had your smile, you had your smile for the open mile. I bet you, I bet you, you had your smile, your face to fire for the open mile. I bet you, I bet you, I bet you now. I bet you, I bet you.